Welcome to Sparkle Tag. More mutterings and musings from my favorite city, San Francisco. What a week it's been. Technology nightmare for me. I've had computer problems that uh, are the worst that I've ever had, I think. Software, hardware, I've been up till dawn, it seems like, every night, replacing and repairing and reinstalling and all that good stuff. I think I'm beginning to see the light at the end of the tunnel now. I've thrown quite a bit of money at the problem and time, obviously. And things are looking up, I hope. Bitte drück mir die Daumen dafür. Now, I have to admit that I really do love my technological gadgets. I've got laying around the apartment. I've got, of course, the computer, cell phone, iPod, and so on and so forth. Many little boxes with buttons and wires and flashing lights. But this recent experience has kind of put me in mind of what it was like living before technology of this sort existed. There was once a point in our history, of course, when we managed to survive without access to the Internet and uh, instant communication across the globe. Hard to remember, hard to picture even, but yes, believe me, it was true. I have to also admit, though I love these little gadgets, there's a large part of my personality that is attracted to things which are a little more simple. Um, Maybe it's just to balance out all the hours I spend in front of the computer, but... For example, I carry a wind-up pocket watch that was made in the 30s. I, I ride a motorcycle that was built in 1976. In fact, that's the <laughs> that's the most modern motorcycle I've ever owned, oddly enough. I write letters on paper with a, a fountain pen made in the 50s and so on and so forth. All of which brings me to today's topic, shaving. Now you're wondering, Richard, what the hell are you talking about? What does this have to do with San Francisco? Well... A couple of months ago, I went out and bought myself a straight razor. That's right, a straight razor, a cutthroat razor, four inches of dangerously sharp steel, I guess kind of in an effort to connect myself with my San Francisco forefathers, so to speak. And I love this thing. First of all, it's just a beautiful object. It was made in Germany in the 1890s sometime. Um, I'll put a picture of it up on the website just for fun because I know you're dying of curiosity. I just want to talk for a couple of seconds about the joys of shaving in a style that has all but vanished from the face of the planet for a hundred years or so. Although shaving is pretty exciting when you're a teenager, I think every male child looks forward to the first time they get to cut hair off their face. After the first, oh, I don't know, couple thousand mornings spent in front of a mirror, it loses its appeal just becomes a dull routine and uh, anything that can spice that up a little bit is welcome believe me and now with this straight razor i actually look forward to shaving in the morning there's the routine of sharpening the razor on a leather strop there's the nice smelling soap there's the delicately made badger hair brush that spreads the rich lather over one's cheek and throat Lest this begins to sound like a less-than-manly preoccupation with good-smelling soaps and a nice time in the morning, believe me, it is not for sissies. I mean, until you have stood in the early morning hours in front of a fogged-up mirror with sleep-blurry eyes before you've had your first cup of coffee and pressed a four-inch razor-sharp blade to your throat, (laughs) you have not lived. Believe me, it is a marvelous way to focus one's attention. It also requires a certain sense of, I don't know, craftsmanship, I guess, because you have to sharpen the blade yourself. And uh, I'm pretty good at that, actually. I have developed some hand skills over the years, um, working with wood and carpentry tools, things like that. I am a pretty good sharpener. 
and the whole process of working with the stone and the strop and uh, that whole ritual of craftsmanship really appealed to me. I mean, there's a certain sense of accomplishment that comes from making that blade so sharp that it can cut through a single hair like a whisper. Our lives are so fast-paced and hurried these days that, for me, taking 20, 25 minutes in the morning to go through this ritual is really quite comforting. There's, there's no way to hurry through it. One must just take one's time and slowly and deliberately go through all the steps, and I really like that. A word of warning, however, if you're planning on trying this at home, you might want to have your cell phone next to you set on speed dial to call the paramedics <laughs> because you're guaranteed to bleed. I have not successfully, I'm kind of embarrassed to confess this, but I have not made it through a single morning without cutting myself a little bit at least once. Um, but I've also discovered the magic of the styptic pencil. Have you ever heard of that? This is something new to me. It's a little white uh, it looks like a piece of chalk, but it's made of uh, some kind of aluminum something or other. Oh, hell, I don't know what it is. But it's it has the magical effect of when pressed to a bleeding wound, it stops the blood almost instantly. And no one can tell that you've almost sliced your face to ribbons that morning. So nobody knows. In any case, this has added a little bit of romance to my mornings. I feel somehow a little bit better connected to the men who have stared into blurry tin mirrors and scraped their faces for generations before me. And when das gefällt mir, I hope it inspires some of you, particularly the men, <laughs> to go out and try something a little bit different in the mornings. Why not? I mean, what do, you, what do you have to lose besides your nose accidentally? Pay attention. Be careful out there. All right. That's enough for this week on that strange subject. Next time, I'm going to talk about... Another slice of San Francisco history. Yes, back to the past, this time about a gold rush fashion statement, an innovation that actually went on to sweep the globe and came from Bavaria, of all places. So please look forward to that. Speaking of Bavaria, now's the perfect time to plug my very favorite podcast, and that's called Schlaflos in München. My friend Anik Rubens does a daily German-language podcast that's just so funny, sweet, charming, and generally engaging. Das sogar wenn du kein Deutsch sprichst, sollst du es unbedingt zuhören. Es lohnt sich wirklich. Doesn't matter whether you speak German or not, just the sound of her voice is enough to put me in a good mood every day, and I really look forward to it. I'd be shattered if she stopped doing it. Anik, please don't stop. No, she's not going to stop. Every day for months and months now. It's wonderful. That's www.anikrubens.de, and I'll put that up on my website, www.sparkletack.com. If you have questions or comments about anything at all, San Francisco history, straight razors, blood in the sink, <laughs> anything like that, please visit the website and leave me a comment or send me a, an email at sparkletack at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you all. Till next time.